Welcome to this week's episode of the Founder and the Force Multiplier podcast, where we explore how founders and leaders work together with their right-hand partners to turn ideas into action and build wildly successful businesses. Today, we're going to talk about whether or not you are an accidental diminisher. This is a concept that I learned about several years ago while reading Multipliers, How the Best Leaders Make Everyone Smarter by Liz Wiseman. It turns out this was a concept that I was quite familiar with. I have been guilty in the past of showing up as a diminisher leader, accidentally, of course. So let's dive in. The accidental diminisher is a well-intentioned leader who subtly and usually completely unintentionally shuts down the intelligence of others and reduces their abilities. These diminishers often are following popular management principles, but are somehow still missing the mark. What stands out to me is that diminishers are following management principles and not leadership principles. Yes, there is a difference. According to a Harvard Business Review article, management consists of controlling a group or a set of entities to accomplish a goal. Leadership refers to an individual's ability to influence, motivate, and enable others to contribute toward organizational success. Control versus influence, diminisher versus multiplier. Sure, they uh, may both be able to get the job done, but one way will likely decrease morale, foster resentment, and stunt the growth of an organization, while the other encourages contribution and fosters growth and trust. I bet you can guess which one is which. So Liz Wiseman's website explains that there are two main types of leadership styles. The first type is the diminisher. This type drains intelligence, energy, and capability from the people around them and always needs to be the smartest person in the room. The second type are the multipliers. They are the leaders who use their intelligence to amplify the smarts and capabilities of the people around them. When these leaders walk into a room, light bulbs go off over other people's heads, ideas flow, and problems get solved. The world needs more multipliers, especially now when leaders are expected to do more with less. You can find out much more about Liz Wiseman's work at thewisemangroup.com. We'll throw that in the show notes as well. So I really couldn't agree more with the way Wiseman outlines these concepts. If you are not getting the results that you want with your team, if you feel like you're carrying the burden of success for your team or your division, if you're losing employees, or if you are hearing rumblings in the ranks, then you might be an accidental diminisher. So there are six types of accidental diminishers, and we're going to go through each one. Each type can look like a positive leadership style at first. However, the outcome of the behavior is not always favorable for the team or the organization. So we're going to go through each one and see which small changes you can make to turn your leadership style from diminisher to multiplier. So the optimist. The optimist is a leader who believes that they and the team can tackle any problem with hard work and a positive attitude and mindset. So what's the problem? Because the team may feel like there is no room for failure, the leader can be viewed as lacking empathy to the struggles of their employees and that their effort is not valued. How do you move from diminisher to multiplier? Focus on increasing your emotional intelligence and acknowledging your employees' hard work. Work on cultivating resilience, not just a positive mindset with yourself and your team. The rapid responder. The rapid responder leader values productivity and keeping the company moving forward at a very fast pace. This leader quickly troubleshoots problems, makes fast micro decisions, has a high sense of urgency, and pushes the company to adopt this level of efficiency. Why is this a problem? This leader may be moving faster than the organization can successfully handle. The fast response time may be causing organizational whiplash, 
Rapid responses may create roadblocks as emails, ideas, and decisions fly around faster than the organization can actually execute. The rapid responder may also be unintentionally diminishing their team's ability to step up and answer a question, provide a thoughtful idea, or ask for clarity because they simply aren't allowing the time or space for that to happen. How do you move from diminisher to multiplier? Wait a certain number of hours before responding to an email that is under someone else's area of responsibility. On an email or Slack chain, be one of the last people to share your ideas or provide solutions. And if you're in a meeting, allow others to speak and problem solve before adding your ideas. Ask questions to get other people's perspectives. Allow the time and the space for others to exchange ideas and solve problems before you add your voice to the mix. Next type of accidental diminisher is the pace setter. The pace setter leader is highly achievement oriented and leads from the front. They set the standard and the pace for the rest of the organization. Why is this a problem? This leader can often leave others in the dust if and when they are not able to keep up. Team members may become frustrated with the lack of visibility on what the pace setter is working on. They may even give up if they can't keep up. How do you move from diminisher to multiplier? Increase your visibility with your team or colleagues. Share what you are working on regularly. Ensure you have a consistent one-on-one meeting with your direct report or with your leader. Ask questions and get input from other employees about your own work. Get your team's buy-in for deadlines and prioritization of the projects that they are working on and that you're working on as well. The rescuer. The rescuer leader just wants to help their team members succeed. They don't like to see their employees struggle or fail. So at the first sign of an issue, they jump in to help. They want to help maintain their team members' reputation. Why is this a problem? The rescuer ends up creating employees who are highly dependent on their leader, which actually hurts the employee's professional reputation. They may not have the confidence or develop the right skills to problem solve on their own. This stunts the team members' career growth. The sign of a great leader is someone who is able to develop other leaders. Rescuers are unintentionally doing the opposite. How do you move from diminisher to multiplier? When employees come to you with a problem, remember that they may already have a solution. Don't jump right into the problem-solving mode. Listen, ask questions, and allow them to come up with a solution on their own. Invest in your team members' growth so that their leadership and tactical skills continue to improve. Focus on teaching your employees how to fish rather than simply giving them the fish. So it's sometimes more difficult to do than than it seems. Obviously, you don't want your team members to fail, but think about how you learned in the past. And sometimes the best way to learn is to fail forward and take the lessons from that and take those on to the next problem. Okay, then we have the idea type. The idea type leader is a big thinker, a visionary, and has lots of ideas. They innovate and iterate constantly and always want to share their ideas with their team. Why is this a problem? This can turn into the classic case of too many ideas and too little time to implement. The idea type leader can unconsciously overwhelm their employees with all of their ideas. The leader may not be setting clear priorities. Team members may end up shutting down or spending too much time chasing the next big idea of the day. So moving from diminisher to multiplier, before you start sharing your next brilliant idea, ask yourself whether or not it is something you want your team to begin working on immediately. If the answer is no, it may be best to table it for later. That's a great time if you're a leader listening to this to get your force multiplier involved to help you collect those ideas and prioritize them as well as put them into a system where you can follow up on them and or review them at a later date. One of the top three most important jobs of a leader is to provide clarity, focus, and direction. Oftentimes that means knowing when to get the team fired up and working on a new idea. And it also means that you need to know when to press pause. 
All right. And finally, we have the always on accidental diminisher. The always on leader is charismatic, enthusiastic, high energy, and influential. They have big personalities, are constantly engaged, and always have something to say or share with the group. Why is this a problem? When leaders are always on, they take up a lot of time and space with their energy and exuberance. They may often repeat themselves or dominate the conversation. This type of energy can overwhelm the team, resulting in team members shutting down, tuning out, or ignoring what this leader has to say. When you're always on and pushing for your own agenda, you're going to dampen your team's creativity, confidence, and engagement. How do you move from diminisher to multiplier? This is another good time to focus on emotional intelligence and strong communication skills. There's nothing wrong with being enthusiastic about an idea, but share the idea, data points, and a convincing argument once and then pause, allowing that space for questions and counter arguments and iterations on your original idea. It also means making sure that you're managing your own energy as well as keeping a pulse on the room around you so that you can match and mirror the the energy of the moment and know when to bring the room up, when to need to bring the room down, and when to just maintain neutrality. Let's take an example, a real-life example of being a diminisher leader. So as I mentioned earlier, I have been a diminisher in the past. I most frequently engaged in rapid responder, responder and rescuer behavior. As a rapid responder leader, I would feel insignificant and inadequate if I didn't respond immediately and faster than any other team member. I would be the first to share my thoughts or answer a question by email, but no more. I have since flipped that around and usually let a full conversation play out, review the email thread, consider all angles of the conversation, see what new information came in from other team members, and then I add my two cents because at that point, it is actually worth something. I've also been a rescuer over the years, particularly when working side by side with a new executive assistant. Too often I would hold on for too long to certain tasks or micromanage a project because I was so afraid of that individual failing or looking bad in front of my executive or a client, which in my mind, if they looked bad, then that meant I had failed. I mean, I was really just trying to help and make them look good, right? But where I was really failing was by not properly training and leading the EA in the first place. It meant I became the answer instead of developing a resourceful team member. It meant I was always second-guessing what work got done because I hadn't given our EA the right tools and training to succeed. When I became aware that this was my MO, I started to lean more heavily into my multiplier skill set and most importantly, started to let go of the outcome. I could control how well I trained a new team member, but I could not control everything. Failing forward is the only way to truly learn, and I had to do that for myself and for my team. So does any of that sound familiar? Are you an accidental diminisher? If you are, that is okay. Awareness is the first step followed by acceptance. Then you can actually start doing something about it and turning your leadership around. It's never too late to multiply your effectiveness as a leader and you can get started today. 